welcome to Dynamo's Dozen, the podcast that I bring you each and every single week where I will talk about whatever may be on my mind from pro wrestling, sports, entertainment, music, movies, musically, fresh socks and jocks and everything in between, never forgetting the talk. This is Dynamo's Dozen. Once again, Noel is becoming a part of the furniture with Dynamo's dozen at this stage. But when we need football talk and fighting talk, there is only one man to go to. And that is my wonderfully humble and generous sponsor from Wrestling Mania in Stevens Green. Do you like that? Just a, a sly little plug just to start us off. Sounds good, sounds good. How are you, brother? Yeah, not a bother at all. Seems like it's been ages, isn't it? Feels that way, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It feels yeah. that way. A lot yeah, of, yeah. lot of kind of admin going on on either side, so it's. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. You know yourself, but uh, what we're doing today, we thought we'd do something kind of similar to what we usually do, but with a bit of a twist. So, I kind of suppose the the agenda that I've kind of set there for today is to kind of keep it, keep it simple, keep it short, and keep it fun. Um, I suppose we 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 can talk a little bit about. I don't even know if we want to talk about the World Cup at this stage, to be honest. <laughs> I, su- I suppose, except to say it was a, it was a, it was a very good World Cup. And, and oh, you enjoyed it? Great. Yeah, no, I really enjoyed it, and I thought it was great to see some of the, the lesser teams do so well in it and stuff like that. And it was kind of enjoyable to see the better teams getting knocked out and stuff like that. So it was kind of cool from that point of view. Yeah, yeah, no, I, I definitely believe so. Um, and, and hats off to Russia as well; they did a great job. <clears throat> Yeah, the Russian people really, um, really, yeah, the Russians really got a good name. I mean, yeah. even Putin kind of yeah. sent a good message out there as well. Um, you know this, yeah. You want to be, yeah. You want to be careful what you say about me, boys. There on the thing, it's not, it's not me that you have to watch. You know, <laughs> it's more, it's more. <laughs> but um, I suppose, yeah. Look, congratulations to everyone involved. But we. Um, I suppose the summer transfer market's in full swing now, and I think a lot of teams are actually forgetting that there's only 20 days left to actually do the yeah, business. I think, I think, yeah, I think teams have forgotten the fact that, like, you know, it ends at the start of the season, and it's not at the end of August, and it's, uh, there's a lot of teams out there that you would have thought would be doing a lot of business, and uh, they don't seem to be doing a whole lot at all. No, no, no. I mean, um, I mean, I know, I know from 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 my perspective, from Chelsea's side, we haven't lost that yet, and we've actually gained something, so... Um, you know, I think, yeah. I think in terms of Courtois, that looks like a Courtois looks like a done deal to Madrid. But what Chelsea are doing has been really smart. They're they're waiting until they actually get a replacement goalkeeper before they sell him because it gives you a little bit more bargaining power too. You know, um, yeah. and then I think I, I think from your I think from your point of view, you always had a very good spine and a very good team there. I think yeah. your main issue last season was. Yeah, the manager. The manager. Well, I mean, it's been. It's kind of been proven there that the uh, the manager was just hanging around for that nine million payoff, you know, um, which is yeah. which sucks really because it it kind of it, it, you know a lot of stories are coming out um, that the relationship broke down after the Costa situation as the club didn't give permission for the for it to be sent through text, you know. Um, <laughs> 
Yeah, yeah. I mean, it was just, it was just. For, no, in theory, you know, hindsight's, you know, wonderful. But I think coming off the back of that championship winning, you know, season, it was very difficult for him to do that. But I think, I think what happened with Conte there is he's, he's kind of, he's also put a lot of teams off him. Usually Chelsea would be the bad guys in this situation when they sack a manager, but I think the narrative is very, very different this time. It's like people know the sus, you know. Um, Yeah. 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 Well, what I would say is the smart money. Um, you know, most of the most of the, the the Chelsea transfer talk I usually get right with you purely because of a couple of guys that I listen to that seem to be uh, in the know. Um, yeah. The smart money is not betting on Hazard going anywhere this year, to be honest, because Hazard is Hazard's happy to go, but he's happy to stay as well. He knows that he knows that either way he's a winner because if Real Madrid pay the two hundred million that Chelsea want, then happy days. But Chelsea. Aren't the, Chelsea aren't a selling club. They don't have to sell unless they want it. Do you know? Um, yeah, like they, they have money. Exactly. So the yeah, way I, I think, I think also, also for a deal of that size, giving yourself twenty days to string it together is not a long time. And that's it. So the way I look at it is, the smart money seems to be that if Madrid don't pay the money this year, Hazard's happy to stay and sign the five-year deal, which effectively puts him there for the rest of his career because he'll be 28 next year Madrid aren't going to come again you know and that's the only club he wants to go to really so this well, I wouldn't say necessarily that he wouldn't come again because we've seen that with Suarez where we signed him up and then he went you know yeah but I think it's the age the Madrid Madrid want that marketability they want an Mbappe or, or a Neymar to have the, the the marketability and the age the youth on their side you know um, yeah. I don't think they're going to be spending 200 million yeah, but Madrid signed him when he was in his early 20s, you know what I mean? Yeah, so. but what I mean is, what's Hazard, 28, is he? He's 28 next year, yeah. Yeah, so if you think from him to Ronaldo, there's another five years. That's a long time from a marketing point of view. It is true, but Hazard doesn't have the same marketability that, say, an Mbappe or a Neymar yeah. can have going forward, you know yeah. what I mean? They can make that money yeah, back. I, I, I suppose. Well, I think the club's going in the right direction from my perspective, um, purely because they've got a manager in here who everyone and everyone who knows anything about football knows that Napoli are probably up there one of the best teams in the world to watch. Um, your man Sarri plays unbelievable football. I think that's what Hazard wants to be in a team where he can express himself. You know, um, the Jordan. No, no, and he seems like a nice guy in the sense that he doesn't want to get involved in transfers. You know what I mean? He just. I loved love the, love the other day when he was saying that his English wasn't too good, so he wasn't going to say that the press could take up wrong and all. So, so that was kind of cool, you know? It was cool. I thought he, I thought he presented himself yeah. very well, and I think obviously Zola being back at the club is a great market employee from, from Chelsea. But also, yeah. I, think, I think Zola as a number two, I think that's, that's his role. And I think. Hazard being able to work with a player with a with a, an assistant like Zola, that's yeah. that's that's a match made in heaven. So I think William. I think also from Zola's point of view, it's kind of like he's there to make a very smooth transition for Sarri into the English scene. Yeah, I mean his club. I well, that's it. What the club are doing now is good because Balak is coming back now as the director of football, which I think is a great move yeah. too. Um, you know he's he's a guy that would have a lot of contacts as well. Um, yeah. I know, I know Wisey is working with the club as well. So look for me, I think yeah. William, I think William will go. Chelsea won't sell both William and Hazard in one window at twenty days to go. Not a hope. Um, I know you're gonna get. I know you'll get all the the wind up merchants trying to wind me up, and that's fine. But like facts are facts. You know what I mean? 
Um, if they did, and, and I mean, I would expect to see some sort of a Neymar or Mbappe to come in then, if that was the case, you know what I mean? Yeah, well, unless Harry has a couple of players lined up that no one's talking about, you know what I mean? Possibly, possibly. Yeah, well, I mean, Jorginho came in there. Well, I mean, that Jorginho was a big coup. I mean, especially from under the noses of Man City. It's uh, like, you know, Chelsea and Italian players have always been a kind of a match made in heaven anyway. So, I mean, the Serie A has always been pretty good to us. But look, that's enough about my club because I don't want to bore people to death. Um, let's, uh, let's, let's, get into, um, let's get into a bit of our... Uh, what we did was... We come up with this concept through the power of social media banter and said what we should do is put together a list each of our first 11, our best 11 of, from your perspective for Liverpool of all time. And we can give reasons, we can give reasons why as well, um, with, with seven subs and the best manager of all time as well. And I've done the same for Chelsea. So... I think to get the excitement up for people, because there's a lot of Liverpool fans, probably not so many Chelsea fans that listen to this podcast, <laughs> so they'll probably be interested. So, do you want to go first, or will I go first? Um, you could go first there. Now, I, I did sort of like I did I did one or two up because I kind of did sort of I did a sort of a mix of Premier and a little bit of before, and then yeah. solely kind of Premier. Yeah, so yeah. I also, I also, I also did it for Chelsea as well, and I also did it for United. So okay. It'll be interesting to see who you come up with. So you kick off there with Chelsea. Fair enough. See, see if that right. So I, I picked, I picked my formation too. Okay. Um, for yeah. for this because I did think long and hard for this, I went with the old tried and f- trusted four four two, just so I could get the yeah. players into the positions that I wanted. So I went for a four four two. Um, managing managing this now, this is going to shock a lot of people actually, and there's no bitterness in this whatsoever. Um, so it's already coming. <laughs> my manager is actually going to be Gianluca Vialli, and I'll tell I'll tell, and I'll tell you why. Not only is he one of my favorite football players of all time, but that was he was managing and playing for Chelsea at a time when I was. A youth like like your young Ben would be, where you're so yeah. passionate about your club, yeah, and very 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 influenced. So for me, Viali was one of the most influential. You know, my father was just he was my father's favorite player as well. So, um, so much so that he was going to call me younger brother Jordan Luca, believe it or not. Um, but he was, but he wasn't allowed to. So there you go. So yeah, I went with, <laughs> I went with Viali, and plus Viali done a lot for the club. We, I mean, he got us into the top three back in '98, and, and uh, won us the won us the Europe the European Cup Winners Cup. I mean, the Cup Winners Cup had a lot more validity to it than the UEFA Cup even. So, um, a cup that I believe should still be around because it's the Cup Winners Cup, you know. Um, so. Yeah, 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 yeah. The teams that actually, yeah, and I mean, you had you had clubs like Vicenza in it and everything that would win their, you know, they'd win the the Copa Italia and stuff, and it was just, yeah, exactly. Sampdoria when the likes of Mancini and all was playing, exactly. So, so I'll start with my first eleven. So in goal, this won't be a surprise to anybody. The greatest goalkeeper of all time for Chelsea, Peter Cech, and um, possibly. Possibly an argument made for him to be the best Premier League keeper of all time too, stats-wise. So, I think it's obvious that he would be the, he'd be the goalkeeper. Um, so at right back, I thought long and hard about this too because there was some good names like Albert Ferrer, who you'd remember, um, played for Barcelona. Dan Petrescu, another fan favorite, um, Paolo. Paolo Ferreira, another long servant. But I went for Ivanovic. I went for Branislav Ivanovic on this one. Um, he's the goals that he scored for the club as well. You know, he was an absolute powerhouse of a player. Um, great defender, great attacking. Um, had, a, a, you know, over a decade at the club, so he was a shoe in for me. 
Um, I'll go for my left back now because the two centre backs one might surprise you or might not. But so my left back, greatest left back in Premier League history for me, Ashley Cole, possibly one of the greatest left backs of all time. Period. Um, you know he went left Arsenal in 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 controversial controversial circumstances and literally became a club legend and still loves the club now. He 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 defected basically and he's a Chelsea boy now. You know. So, yeah, absolutely. so Ashley Cole is there, yeah. and in the central defence, I've got obviously captain leader legend John Terry. Um, yeah. For me, probably the greatest player to ever play for Chelsea, um, and alongside him, the man who taught him all he knows, Marcel Desailly. Yeah, so a lot of people thought I'd go for Carvalho there because of the Carvalho Terry partnership, but. Desai for me again. We're talking in an era when when uh, you know he done a lot for the Premier League as well. Came off the back of nineteen ninety eight France World Cup win, um. So Desai is there, um. On the left wing, um. Obviously Eden Hazard. There is no there's no there's no question. Um. I don't even need I don't even need to explain why really, um. And in the center now the central midfield actually do you know what. I'll go for my right winger first. Now, this will, this, this will confuse people because a lot of people won't actually know who this guy is. And he is actually before my generation. However, being such a... to a fault, obsessed Chelsea fan, I went back and watched all the old tapes and stuff. Charlie Charlie Cook. Um, oh, very good, yeah. Scottish winger. Yeah, you know who he is. Um had over 10 years at the club, absolutely unbelievable player, very underrated player too. I remember George Graham and Terry Venable said he was the best right winger they both ever played against, so um, Charlie Cook. And then in the central of midfield, I've got Frank Lampard, obviously, club uh, record goal scorer. Again, needs no introduction or, or validity. This one might surprise you, but again, it's for what he done for me. Roberto Di Matteo. I've, w- I've went for Di Matteo because anybody, especially the younger generation that has never seen Di Matteo play, I would say just go back and watch watch a YouTube highlight video and you'll see exactly what that lad was all about. Um, oh man, the, the fastest goal in FA Cup history against Middlesbrough, yeah. Yeah, unbelievable. Unbelievable player. I'm sure you'd agree as well. You 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 would have seen him as well. Great great midfielder, and a tough 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 midfielder too. Um, yeah, he won us the Champions League, baby, <laughs> and the FA Cup. Exactly. So that's what I mean. I kill two birds with one stone there. So, um, and then up front, partner in each other. Now this would be the best partnership because of the way it would work. Didier Drogba. And Gianfranco Zola. I mean, having a trio of Zola, Hazard and Drogba interchanging would, would probably scare any defence in the world. Um, you know, I talk about we talk about Zola. Any, any young up-and-coming wannabe footballer should go back and watch videos of Zola, not just because of his skill set, but because of how he played the game. You never heard a bad word about him from any other manager or any other player. He was absolute gentleman. I think he was only booked once in his life, actually. Something stupid like that. Just an absolute diamond of a player. Ferguson used to say he absolutely hated playing against him because he was just... And he said the, the worst thing about him was you couldn't hate him. <laughs> you know? You couldn't couldn't hate him. Exactly. So, there you go. That's the 11. And then on my subs bench, I went for uh, Carlo Cudicini as my sub goalkeeper. Um, absolutely great goalkeeper. Um, he he was just unlucky that check came in and was so good. Um, I've got Ricardo Carvalho on the bench as a centre back option. Um, I've got Frank Labuff as well. Um, great great footballer. Um, I've got Rude Hullet. Need I say more? Um, Dennis Wise, one of the greatest club captains ever. And then I've got Jimmy Floyd Hasselbank and Kerry Dixon. So, so there we are. That's my that's that's my eleven. That's my whole team. 
Right. So I'll kick off the first one. The first one, obviously, Peter Check always in goals all day in any Chelsea team. Yeah. So at the back, I went for Petrescu. Oh, nice. Perry, William Gallus. Oh. And Ashley Cole. Okay. Now this is kind of a premiership feel to this one. Yeah, I like this, yeah. Then, then I went for a three-man midfield. I went for Lampard, Essien, and Balak. I like it. And then on the wings, I had Hazard, and I had Robin on the other wing. Yeah. And then I had Drogba up front. I like that, because Robin... I had a battle. I really had a battle between choosing Robin and choosing Charlie Cook. Now, the reason I went with Charlie Cook in the end was purely because he had a 10-year period at Chelsea and I had the ability to go back and watch some of his old tapes. Robin was unbelievable. Yeah, him and Duffer together were unbelievable. Mm-hmm. Petrescu and Cole. Yeah. I had McAlealy sitting in there. Yeah. Just behind Lampard and Essien. Nice. And then up front they had the little triangle there of Drogba, Stola and Jimmy Greaves. Oh, that's it. A lot of people don't realise that Jimmy Greaves started his career at Chelsea. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Exactly. A lot of there people a lot so of people didn't know that. I like that front three. Now, that's a front three that would scare the Jesus out of yeah. Juventus's back line. That, that's, that, that, that's a front three, actually, that's not too dissimilar to our, our front three at uh, Liverpool. No, I'd agree. I'd agree with you yeah. there. I'd agree with you there. Very, very scary. Zola, because I look at Firmino playing at times, and I think he's very like Zola playing at the pocket. Yeah, he comes deep. He comes deep. He's not necessarily... He yeah. up and makes things. Yeah, he's like that link play between midfield and front. It's kind of when when Zola had that partnership with Sparky Hughes, like you know, they 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 yeah. used to kind of interchange it. I like that. Well done. Well played. Yeah. Now I've, I've one more of you because I went all out here because there was a few I kind of felt bad leaving out, you know. So the last one I went with, of course, Peter Check again. Yeah, he's always so in. I went with a I went with a back four of Ivanovic, Terry, Desilier, and Ashley Cole. Same as me, yeah. I, I had McAlealy sitting in the uh, that home. Uh, sort of sweeper position. Yeah. Then I went with, uh, I went with uh, Hazard uh, and Dennis Wise. Nice. And then on the wings, I had Zola and Jimmy Floyd. Hmm. And then Drogba up front. Wow. Does it? I don't know if there would be a scarier front pairing than Didier Drogba and Jimmy Floyd Hasselbank. Well, from intimidation point of view, no. <laughs> yeah. Well, I was thinking as well, from a success point of view, Chelsea's always been very successful when they had huge players. Yeah, yeah. You know, that's when they've always been at their best, when they had big, strong, powerful players that ran at defences and stuff like that. And if I'm a defender... I don't want to see Didier Drogba and Jimmy Floyd has a bike running at me. No. And I kept, I kept Zola in there, you know, for that bit of flair. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he was a, he was an assist master as well as scoring goals too. So, you know, that's I like that. I like that. So, well, what we do there, I like that. So, before, especially for the little build up here now, um, I want to I want to take a little little two minute break, and we'll we, we'll get into the Liverpool one. And I'll try and uh, I'll try and on the off the on the fly I'll try and see if I can come up with a come up with a Liverpool uh, eleven of my own then as well. Cool. Yeah, do you like that? Yeah, very good. Right, we're gonna we'll, we'll take a little break on that and we'll we'll we'll, we'll come. So Noel. I guess I should probably go first then again on this Liverpool one then, should I? Yeah, for it, right there. Right, so I've gone for a goalkeeper. I've actually gone for Groves Grobbler, okay? Yeah. And that's purely because, I mean, I would have I would have been able to see a lot of, well, not a lot of Bruce Grobbler, but um, 
enough to know he was better than David James, who was my second. <laughs> um, Pepe Reina, in fairness, probably would have been a close second if I think about it now on the fly, because um, Reina was a very underrated goalkeeper, um, especially in transitioning the play, getting the play started. Um, so, my centre-back, I'm going to go for Alan Hansen. Definitely. And Mark Lawrenson, because I don't think... You know, there was probably not a better partnership than that. Uh, you know, from when I was a kid watching, and from the videos that I've seen watching back, so they they they'd be my two centre backs, okay. Um, now you're gonna like my two full backs here because I've went for a bit of history. Um, on the left, I'm gonna go for um, Risa John and Risa purely because of the goals he scored. And. And Paul Tracy just absolutely loves him. All he ever used to sing was John and Arisa. So, <laughs> so, so Paul would probably kick my ass if he was listening to this and I didn't pick John and Arisa. But on the on the right hand side, I'm actually going to go for Alan Kennedy. What do you think of that? Okay. On the right hand side. Well, yeah, I know he was a left back, but I wanted to put him in, like. Yeah, well, he could be like an Azpilicueta. Do you know what I mean? Azpilicueta was able to play on both. Um, yeah, he, he would have been versatile enough to play on both. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like, So, I'm yeah, going to throw him. No, no, fair enough. Um, midfield, for me, it has to be, obviously, Gerrard. And I can only think Graeme Sionis has to be in there as well. Like. Okay, so you're, you're doing a total mix. Because, again, I did sort of two. So I did a kind of a more or less premiership one, mm. and then I did a kind of an older one with a mixture. Well, I'm just thinking what comes to mind more than anything. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, Do you absolutely. know what I mean? And on the left, I'm actually gonna throw. I'm gonna throw Mo Salah out there on the left. Just. Okay. Or or we could put him on the right. Either way, cutting in on the left. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um. So I'm gonna throw him up there. Um, and then, now for me, me, me left winger, it's a really kind of a difficult one because I'm trying to think who stood out in my mind when I was, when I was younger. Um, I suppose on the left... There's only one that would have stood out in your own mind when you were younger. Well, I'm thinking that just, yeah, maybe, but I'm, I'm thinking... <clears throat> Do you know what? I'm 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 gonna go with um, I'm gonna go with Kenny Dalglish. I can put him there because I think that man could play anywhere in the front. Um, and Kenny Dalglish is a hero of mine because he was a Celt as well, you know. Um, and then up front for me front two, I'm gonna go with obviously Luis Suarez and instead of Rushi, I'm actually gonna go with Torres. Um. It's a big call because I love Torres because he also played for Chelsea and there was nowhere for me yeah. to put him in my <laughs> in my Chelsea team. So, it'd be, I mean, if, I, if I'm being honest and I'm trying not to annoy Liverpool fans, you'd have to put Rushy in there. And if I'm also being honest, I'd probably take Suarez out and put uh, Johnny Aldridge in there too. So, <laughs> I lo- love John Aldridge. So you could just annoy Liverpool fans even more. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, I don't think that's a bad eleven, though. To be fair, for, from a Chelsea fan. No, it's not bad at all, no. it's not yeah. Bad. yeah. Not bad. So um, so what have you got for me? Okay, well, sort of my Premiership kind of field team. We went with Pepe Reina. Then I went with John Arnarisa. Yeah. Sammy Hippie. Yeah, big Sammy. Yeah, Jamie Carragher. Oh. And then Right, okay. Then I had a four-man midfield of, on the left, John Barnes. John Barnes, what a player. Yeah, in the middle I went with Xavi Alonso and Steven Gerrard. Okay. And, I had on the, and on the right I had Shaggy McManaman. Uh, Shaggy. Yeah. yeah, couldn't leave him out. He was alone. Um, and then up front, up front is an interesting one because both players are very similar. And I wasn't sure about where it would work out, but I went with it anyway. So I went with Lewis Suarez. And Robbie Fellner. And then, and exactly. Yeah. Exactly. I don't think it's very hard to name an all-time Liverpool 
Well, that's it. You know what I mean? Like that's that's to a that's to a Man United fan. So I had or to to a Liverpool fan. So I had to uh, I had to just go with what 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 I liked. But uh, no, Robbie Fowler. I mean, his goal scoring speaks for itself, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. You'll get good to bang it out of Blake Howie switched left and right side of the fence. Uh, I went with Ray Clements in goal. Mm-hmm. Because I'm slightly older than you. So yeah. I went with Ray. In the middle, I went with Jamie Carragher and Alan Hansen. And then at the left, I went with Alan Kennedy. And on the right, I went with my boy Phil Neal. Okay, yeah, yeah. They were they played at the same uh, time too, didn't they? So. Yeah, yeah. Very good. Then in the midfield, I went with a triangle midfield of. Javi Alonso and Graham Sionis and Steven Gerrard on the tip of it playing in the attack sort of role. Jeez, that's a strong midfield, isn't it? Very, very strong because you've got absolute flair, attacking flair, and then you've got one, the man who created the holding midfield role. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Graham Sionis. And then I went with a front three of Luis Suarez, Ian Rush and Kenny Daglish. Again, that's a pretty strong front three, to be yeah. fair. Absolutely. Yeah. So that was that was that was kind of the went, but that's what I threw around, and I, and I sort of toyed with it as well. Um, you know, I, I, you could you could have flipped out. I always liked Stefan Honcho as well, because although Sammy Hippier was a fantastic player, I always thought Honcho sort of complimented him there and did a lot of the hard work that went unnoticed. Very similar to uh, t- similar to uh, Terry and uh, Carvalho. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, that, that that was it. That's what I came up with. So and who'll be your manager? I thought you were going to say Rafa. <laughs> no, no, it could only be for me. It would only ever be Shankly. Yeah. 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 And I, I, don't worry, I love Rafa as well. And, and you know something? I always had a sort of thing for Jared Julia as well. You know something? Yeah. There you go. I like that. I like that. That's that's um, some yeah. pretty strong. Uh, so we may as well do the Manx then, will we? Yeah, I think the second the second team I named had a bit more balance in it. Yeah. Uh, the front one got, I think with Suarez and Felder up front, I don't know how that would interchange, they're very alike. Uh, I think Suarez can drop deeper though as well. He has the ability to... Yeah, true. You know yeah, what I mean? I think he's a similar, he's a similar type poacher type player. He is, know? but I just think he had a little bit more skill yeah. about him in terms of the... the, the, the yeah. You know what I mean? He's got the flair ability yeah. to be able to... to to drop down, yeah. so my, my biggest my biggest concern in the formation was the gap between the front players of the midfield was a bit was a bit fast. Yeah. That's what I was worried about. Yeah. You know, so yeah, not too bad. No, I like it. I like it. So yeah. why don't you give me your, uh, your your Man United team? Yeah, I'll go through it now. This this was most kind of weird for me because obviously Peter Schmeichel and goals. That's a fact, yeah. I think that I think that goes without saying. I know Bandazar and I was very good. And, you know, Bart Hess had his moments and sure, got it ahead. You know, but I think I'd have to go with Peter. Big Peter. What about Massimo Toibi, no? Uh, well, I could have put him in there. You know, if Lee was on the call, I would have put him in already. I don't even think he would have actually known what that was. I don't even think he knows that man exists, to be honest. Yeah, well, he probably doesn't want it. <laughs> would you? <laughs> Yeah, that's it. He's finished now. He's finished. <laughs> I, went, I went with a back four. Um, I think on left, uh, Dennis Irwin. Oh, yeah. Um, on the right, Gary Neville. Yeah, fair enough. pains me, but, you know, I, I probably could, I don't know, maybe I could have put a Paul Parker in there or something. Like nah, that. it's got to be Gary. Um, yeah, I think so. Then in the middle, I sort of, I was sort of toying between two setups. Um, there was Ferdinand and Vidage, or I could have went with Bruce and Pallister. Hmm. And I think I think it's kind of I think Real probably gets in there anyway. So you know, then it's a toss up between the other three, maybe. Then I went for a very strong midfield. In fairness, now I went with Robbie Charlton. Oh, nice. And I went with Brian Robson. Okay. Keen as a winger? Yeah, I went with Keen as a winger, yeah. Just to fit him into the side, because I think he has to be in there. To, to be, be fair, somewhere. Roy Keane could have played any position on the pitch anyway. So. Yeah, well, you, you could probably swap him 
Robson, or sorry, with Brian Robson anyway. Yeah, yeah. If you wanted, yeah. you know. And then I went for I went for two playing up front, one playing just off the other. I went with Best, George Best, just in behind Eric Cantona. Mm-hmm. And that's that's what I went with for United. So that that was the eleven that I picked. Um, you know, you could argue the goalkeeper one maybe. I don't uh, think so. Probably not. No. Um, but I think current, I, I think our current form probably a lot of people might put in there. David De Gea, who knows? Yeah, the um, the newbies might. In fairness, that's fair enough. Yeah, um, yeah. And then I think the only the only thing I the only thing I could find that was a switch was I was toying between Ferdinand and Vidic and Bruce and Pallister. That's really it. I think everything else is kind of as good as it gets. Mm. Okay. Um, Okay, well, I think we're, ours are very similar actually. Um, yeah. I've gone for Schmeichel as well. Um, yeah. I think uh, I still think Czech's the best goalkeeper in Premier League history purely because of the amount of years that he had and also he owns all the records. Do you know what I mean? Um, but that will always be the age-old argument. Who's better? So um, I'm going to go for Schmeichel. Um, at right back, I've gone for Gary Neville. Um, at left back, I've gone for Dennis Irwin. Um, and in the centre back positions, I've actually gone for Bruce. Yeah. And I've gone for Vidic. Um, oh, I've always left Rio out, man. I think he's one of the most overrated centre backs of all time for me. Um, I thought I thought Vidic made him look like a million dollars, you know. Um, so for me, I do. It's hard to argue with his record, but I mean, like I say, yeah. just uh, you know, yeah. I, I just think yeah. uh, I thought I mean, the. Br- did, I mean, in, fair, in fairness, he did show a bit of a dip in form on Vidic left. Exactly, so, and and for me, and that's yeah. it. And he never had the career that he had before Vidic without Vidic beside him either, both at West yeah, Ham and at Leeds. Um. So yeah, for me, I've always felt Ferdinand was overrated. I thought the Brits hyped them up the way they do their own players now. Um, yeah. You know, Phil Jones was the next Maldini. John Stones is the best player in the world. Um, Harry Maguire looks like someone just literally hammered him in the head with a bag of rocks. So yeah. they can all go fuck themselves. Um, so yeah. I've went there. <laughs> um, yeah, I've went there. And uh, so, um, yeah. So for me, it's going to be Vidic and uh, yeah, um, Steve Bruce. Pallister is a great player as well. But uh, he just, yeah. I think Bruce just edges him out. Um, Bruce is a very likable guy too. Um, so, on the wings, well, I've actually done my midfield first. I've actually went for um, Keane and Scholes, um, purely because that was the partnership that you know, pretty much partnership of yeah, 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 of the nineties. Um, so th- that's gonna be that's gonna be mine. Um, I think just at the top of that. I would have to put in Bobby Charlton because you couldn't yeah. you, you couldn't not so it's a three man midfield as well. Um yeah. so what have I got now? I've got me my four centre backs, my goalkeeper that's five, um yeah. and then I've got me three so that's eight, so nine, ten, eleven. So I've got three more. So on the left wing I am going to put Ryan Giggs. Um on the right wing I'm going to put George Best. And up front, I'm actually going to go for Dennis Law. Yeah. Um, purely because another another player that I've seen I've seen videos of and just an absolute cracking centre forward. So um, the 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 battles I had there was with Ronaldo and Giggs, but I think the 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 length of time that Giggs served, um, you'd give him even though I hate him as a human being. Um, yeah. I think Cantona again. Cantona had that couple of years there. Do you know what I mean? But um, yeah. I I still don't think you know he he's more of a um a folk hero rather than a you know if you're looking at. That's what I mean exactly. But then I suppose 
Yeah. Exactly. And don't forget, Wayne Rooney is their top goal scorer. You know what I mean? So, I mean, for me, Rooney done more at the club on paper as well. And, and, and um, on the right wing, then, it was hard not to put Beckham in because of, you know, the ability he had. But, I mean, if you put George Best and, and David Beckham in the same sentence, it doesn't really work for me, you know? Um Yeah, I mean, Ruud Van Nistelrooy was one of my favourite forwards to watch. You know, and as I say, Ferdinand did have a good career there, but um, just another dickhead, so couldn't really put him in. Um, so yeah, for me, that's that's my um, that old boxing career never got going for Rio either, did it? It must have must have taken a smack in the face and realised that he wasn't actually as tough as he thought he was. You know. I would have thought that big mush of his would have kind of cushioned the blows a little bit, though. I was going to turn around and say he was all lip, but you can't say that now, can you? Well, you kind of can. That's what I was thinking. The lips were just constantly getting squashed in, like, yeah. But there is no lip there. Oh, he's all lip, you know what I mean? He's, 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 he's sure. I'm, 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 I'm more tanned than him, for fuck's sakes. So, there's nothing, uh, nothing Ill, Ill toward there at all. <laughs> um, yeah. So interesting, interesting picks, though. Interesting picks. Yeah, I like it. And I was thinking as well, yeah. just to, just to kind of end on the podcast. What do you think? Because I've, I've I've kind of got into this the last couple of days. I mean, the last UFC was unbelievable since we talked. You know what I mean? It was it was unbelievable in so many different ways. Um, yeah. You know, obviously, with um, you know with, with DC <laughs> just knocking out Miocic, which none of us expected. Um, and then not only that Nganu getting absolutely crucified by Dana White again and this all coming out with Dana White and Brendan Schaub as well um, I listened to, the, to Brendan Schaub's kind of response to Dana and he, he's pretty much spot on do you know he's really spot on I mean Dana is just literally making making shit out of people that are working their ass to, to, to build his company and literally fighting Literally fighting to, um, you know, to, to put in a. It's, has he hit some sort of midlife crisis or something? Or is he has he been around McGregor too long that he started. You know, they they all see. As Brendan Chow said, they all seem to fall out with him. And even the ones that work for him fall out with him. I think he kind of just. I mean, you can't underestimate what Dana White has done to the US. No. But on the flip side of that, is, I think he's just. Uh, he just craves attention. <laughs> I think he's just like he's so Kind of was the one to start it, you know. Um, yeah. And Shell, by all accounts, seems like a genuine good dude. I think he was even kind of reserved in his response. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. I think he could have went a lot further. And I mean, he does make the valid yeah. point. You've got one fat guy, as he said, who never fucking had a fight in a professional level that yeah. just likes to talk about his amateur boxing. But look. Lots of people have have been amateur boxers. Do you know what I mean? Um, it does. Brendan Schaub done. You know, he just gets very personal. I think Dana White, um, which 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 is no need. Yeah, 
bit of a bit of a Donald Trump, bit of a Donald Trump. No, no, none more so than me. Yeah, none more so than me. I, I, I fully. I, yeah. Exactly, exactly. It's true. Let the I say I say let the boys juice up and just go for it because Vitor Belfort without juice. Listen, someone someone could die in the octagon by a freak hit in the head anyway. You know, you know. Exactly. Exactly. Training, well, that's 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 the reason for so many injuries, mate. We know this. He's training to be a wrestler now, no? Seen him with Johnny Moss, yeah, and Norman Smiley. So I'll tell you one thing, man. I I think that would be um, that would be very interesting, very interesting. Um, Mm. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because outside of that kind of role, he's probably about as marketable as a fly. <laughs> yeah, no, I understand what you mean. I understand what you mean. Well, two things. Upon upon finishing up here now, right? I'm gonna throw two matches at you. Um in boxing and in UFC. And I just I don't want you to explain it. I just want you to go with who you're going for. Actually, I'll give you three. So, okay. the uh, the the man that is Anthony Joshua that seems to be not afraid of anyone, but seems to really be avoiding Deontay Wilder. Um, who wins that fight? I think Joshua wins it. Okay, fair enough. Um, Triple G and Canelo. Yeah. Oh, it's happening in September. Well, he's, well, I mean, Triple G really is the champ, isn't he? Mm. Yeah. Let, let's be, on, let's be yeah. honest here. Yeah. Unless, unless you're a George who's taken an envelope. Yeah. He was absolutely robbed. Like. <laughs> he, he's, he's the, he's the, he is the real champ and he's the people's champ. And the fact is, I mean, I went into that um, fight, as you know, completely on the yeah. fence. Um, yeah. But it was a robbery in front of my very eyes. Um, yeah. And then lastly, yeah, come on, they're, they're laced with cocaine for God's sakes, don't be fucking stupid. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Um, and then lastly, we'll, we'll save the biggest one to last, possibly one of the biggest fights of 2018 or 19. 
Brock and DC. Isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> I've said it for years, it's the fake stuff. <laughs> So do you reckon he'll do the he'll do the job on the way out so? I don't know. Someone's hooking the leg for the three count, aren't they? Mm. <laughs> I just don't know. I, I, I think there could be an F five in this, to be honest. <laughs> I also think a healthy I also think a healthy Brock destroys DC too. Um yeah. Do you know what I mean? Just no, 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 I don't, but he, he, see the thing about DC and I said that to you, I remember for the Steve very much. I mean I called DC for that, except I thought it might be by some because of the wrestling. Yeah I know. Yeah, but they're not Brock, though. He's handled it very well. I mean, yeah. you know, he, he's been in there with the Overeems and this war. I know. Folks, the, the Josh Barnett's and all these guys. These are big deals. And these mm. are decorated wrestlers as well. You know what I mean? And I just think, it, it depends, I suppose, on what the UFC's plan is for Lesnar. I suppose when we see what contract Lesnar has signed, is it a five-fight deal or a four-fight deal or a, you know, a fight-to-fight type of deal? Then we get a better indication. Yeah, I mean, all I'll say is I'm sitting on the fence on it. I mean, you know, I'll always go for Brock because, you know, yeah, I'm 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 from the wrestling background, but I also love DC because he loves wrestling. So, it's um, it's a you know, may the best man win kind of thing. Um, exactly. Exactly. Well, I'll tell you, this is the best way to end it. Just when you think you have the answers, someone is going to change the questions. Okay. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, yeah. I think uh, I think the rowdy one would be smiling down on this one, saying, bring it on. Two amateurs, yeah. two, two great decorated amateur wrestlers going at it, but uh, someone's getting knocked out in this one. Definitely. Yeah. Some, someone, someone. Exactly, there we go. And on that note, Noel, my man, until next time. Take care, my friend. Over and out. You too, my friend. Take care, my buddy.